but if you would please go ahead and let people know who you are what it is that you're working on at the moment and anything else you want to share <laughs> i am author reese ryan i write sexy emotional romantic fiction featuring lots of family drama surprising secrets and a cast of complicated sometimes messy characters um, I write primarily for Harlequin Desire. I also write for uh, Grand Central Forever, as well as some um, indie projects. And my probably my signature um, uh, series is my Bourbon Brothers series with uh, Harlequin Desire, which is about the romantic and business adventures of a family, most of whom run a world-renowned distillery um, in Tennessee, in the mountains of Tennessee. Um, and what I am working on now, oh my God, um, I have a book coming out later this month, <laughs> Just a Little Mary. Um, and I'm also right now working on revisions mm-hmm. for my, the next book in my Hollywood Island series with Grand Central Forever. Oh, I'm so excited. And again, that title, Just a Little Married, like, <laughs> I, mean, I I love that right there. It's like, just a little married. I'm already intrigued. So, but before we get to the, the Moonlight Ridge trilogy, I want to talk to you about the two books that I was honored to read <laughs> the last few weeks. So the last one I read was Waking Up Married. And I believe that was uh, book four in the Bourbon Brothers. Book five. Yeah, there it is. Waking Up Married is book five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love these characters. So can you please tell me, how did you even come up with this this Bourbon Brothers series? Because to me, it felt a little soap opera, but in a good way, because I, I love, I grew up on soap operas. So <laughs> seeing that, or well, like my granny says, the stories. I, I love yes, that's right, the stories. <laughs> the stories, like to me, like the grandfather and the father kind of remind me of like Victor Newman and like Bill <laughs> Abbott, like... <laughs> Like I was getting those vibes a little bit. And then like each of the individual characters, I was like, I need to go back and get the first three books because (laughs) I need to have this whole story come full circle. Yes, yes, yes. You got to go back to the beginning and see where it all starts. Exactly. That's so funny because yes, because that's the ones I watch too is the CBS stories. Exactly. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to, I don't know if I should shout out their names, but. Yeah, yeah. I just saw saw, um, a redemption at Cherry Creek, I think it's called. It's It's a movie on hallmark and i looked at one of the things i told my husband was like that dude he used to play craig on as the world turns (laughs) but um as for the burper brothers series kind of how it came together for me was like a blending of two things Mm -hmm. um so the first would be um me kind of learning or discovering that um a man who was formerly enslaved named nearest green um was the person who taught jack daniels how to make whiskey and so i learned that and then not long after that um my husband and i were watching on i think the history channel it was this series called the men who built america i think it was called and when he was first watched i'm like why are you watching this story you know <laughs> but like it, it was like kind of like um it told the story of people like Rockefeller and and Ford and all these kind of magnets that we've heard about and know about you know by name but don't know a lot about their personal lives and how they got to where they were so it kind of broke down their entire history and had a lot of reenactments as well so it was like a, it was like a soap opera really like yeah. when you when you find out the the kind of animosity and 
a competition and stuff between these different people like Dodge and Ford and stuff that was happening at that time. It is like a soap opera. So anyways, so I was watching that story and so that kind of came together for me to say, okay, what if Nearscreen had been able to create his own empire? Wow. With his own family, you know, having yes. this, uh, making this distillery. And so that's where I was like, I'm gonna write a black family who has who, who has a bourbon and, you know, plant. And so that's where that idea came from, from these stories. And so I love you know. it even more now, knowing that <laughs> that little bit, that that whole tidbit now, I love it even more. <laughs> First book in the series, Savannah's Secrets, it really kind of. I mean, you don't have to world. go back and read them, but I personally am going back All because you, you, you give us enough information to where we're up to speed on the characters. Yeah, like, that's always a trick, like, right? Bringing yeah. you up to date for, that's, that is one thing that like always like I struggle with, like, mm-hmm. because it's like you want them when a person shows up on a page, it's like, okay, you want to tell their story, but not in the whole super lot of detail, you know, just enough yeah, to just enough. say, hey, this is what happened. You want to know more, go read a book. Yeah. <laughs> But you reading your stories made me want to go back. I was like, oh, that character sounds interesting too. Like I know the stories about these two main characters, but I need to go back and read their story because that's pretty dope too. I was like, what? All these oh, weddings so- and happening. I'm like, what? this is happening so fast. I need to, I need to go back. <laughs> but yes, I, I loved it. Like seriously, I I, that, I I honestly I went back and I read Waking Up Married. I read it twice. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was my I'm favorite so one. Happy yeah. with people's reaction to that book. Like yeah. sometimes you're writing stuff and you're like, okay, is this like really sweet mm-hmm. and you know beautiful, or is it just sappy, or is this yeah. really funny, or is it just corny? You know, so like you have those moments like that. So when so hearing other people say that you know, oh, this book made me laugh out loud, mm-hmm. or you know, I love the emotions of the story or whatever, that just really really makes me so happy. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm I mean I want to give everybody their flowers now. Like I love. <laughs> <laughs> reunion arrivals was good and it was I was like oh I can't wait to be waking up married I was like let's just try to get in a sequence and then I got there and I was just like these characters are everything I love the fact that it's, yes. that it's the sister and she has all these brothers but it's that that friends to lover story that most people think they know how to do and then you read one you're like oh man this Thank is good you so much. <laughs> like Zora I was like Z, get it <laughs> That was another thing that really, but, really made me happy. You know, a lot of people, you know, yeah. made the comment in the reviews and stuff. They thought it was like one of their favorite friends, the lover stories. And I was like mm-hmm. blown away by that. That mm-hmm. just made me just incredibly happy. <laughs> so, yeah. but I love that, you know, we got a chance to see their friendships, hints of their friendship throughout the entire series before, mm-hmm. you know, it go, becomes full-blown their story. I so, know, because yeah. I saw hints <laughs> of it in the reunion arrivals and I was like, ooh, these two are going to be, <laughs> this going to be good. <laughs> And then when I finally got to it, I'm like, yes, because <laughs> Dallas is that, that that is a boyfriend that is a book boyfriend right there. Oh, Listen, he is just you. I do love Dallas. He's really sweet. Yeah, he is super and so sweet. patient. He's sweet and patient. You know, and he's just like chill. He he been as one of my friends said. He been new. <laughs> he been new. <laughs> and Z was just like, oh no. He was like, Listen. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to spoil it for anybody because when you when you read and when you hear the podcast, I want you to go and read it. But like seriously, from from jump, and he he saw an opportunity and he took it. He was like, "Yep." He was like, "Ooh, this is my opening right here. I'm taking it." <laughs> it's like you know what? I can read it one more time. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs>
and that's such a huge compliment thank you so much like all of, we all have these huge long you know mm-hmm. senior lists so people saying that they read the book more than once oh my god that just yeah. really just like a lot of people <laughs> don't do that and I was just like but if you like it I mean you have the book like that's true that's true why not read it twice I hate that it makes it because you know when you think about it mm-hmm. there are a lot of like tv shows and stuff I've seen you know you've seen it uh, you know multiple times whether it's Mm -hmm. a show or movie or or your favorite episode or something you know it's exactly like you know how many times have you seen the same episodes of Martin or exactly (laughs) to me I say put put some respect on these books okay because like you will go back and watch sitcom after sitcom but you mean to tell me you won't pick up your favorite book and read it again (laughs) nay nay I'm calling you out there you really do Like they are more than just nice decorations. Say, oh, I'm going to read it someday. No, read it again now. <laughs> and it's also like, I think like even with movies, like mm. a lot of times I watch it for a second time or third time, you notice things you didn't notice the first time. And exactly more so I'll imagine with a book when you're reading, you're like, okay, especially now that you know the ending when you're reading it mm-hmm. again, you're like, I missed all these little things right yes. here. <laughs> these little exactly. hints and stuff along the way. It's like the first time you read it and you're caught up in it because you want to know what's going to happen next. And then the second time you read it again, it's more of a leisure thing because you already know what's going to happen. But now you get to look at the really tiny little intricacies and maybe there was a detail you missed or a word that you thought you heard and it's like wait no they said oh and like your whole just you take your time and really like let it marinate (laughs) yeah yeah that is true that is absolutely true (laughs) I know you said that you have a couple other series and then uh, there was uh, something else that you said you're working on because again you have a for you guys listening she has a vast collection of stories I don't even if it wasn't for the fact that I hadn't already read the two Bourbon Brothers series, I wouldn't know where to start. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but before we, we move on to the next next discussion, I want to let people know you, you do have another book coming up in this series, right? For the Bourbon Brothers. Yes, yes. So yes. December the 28th, I think it is, mm-hmm. um, is the final planned book in the series, um, the Bourbon yeah. Brothers series, and it's called The Bad Boy Experiment. I'm and I'm so happy with the cover for that um so yeah so that's the final brother he's the youngest brother Zora is the youngest sibling period Mm -hmm. he's the youngest brother and so uh, I have to say that was a book that definitely kind of like I was super nervous well even Zora's book it was Mm -hmm. like because Zora was kind of like a favorite character through the series she had strong personality I was like mm-hmm. you know how how some things like okay it's perfect when it's just a little bit but when it's a whole lot yeah. <laughs> you know so I'm like okay how can I make her true to herself and mm-hmm. still not make her too overwhelming or whatever so that was kind mm-hmm. of the challenge with that book so with Cole's book on the final book in the series he's kind of been a, a person throughout the series where people have been waiting for his book and mm-hmm. so I'm like okay I can't disappoint people I can't let them you know what I'm saying so I had that extra stress on uh, that I was putting on myself to make mm-hmm. you know give him the story he deserved mm-hmm. and to give readers the story that they deserve to get um, Aww, so that's so thoughtful it, so. of you we at this point we are here for the ride you give us what you want <laughs> So yeah, so that one comes out December 28th. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm so excited that he finally gets his happy ending. And that's another thing I love about this. Everyone gets a happy ending. It's like that, that gift from Oprah, like you get a happy ending. You get a happy ending. (laughs) Yes. That's what I love about romance too. It's just like, you know, we all know people 
mm-hmm. in our real lives who that you know are have some kind of difficulty that they're dealing with or whatever and so mm-hmm. for me it's kind of cool to be able to go and tell stories of, about people and give them their those happy endings so mm-hmm. yeah. um, definitely that was the case for this, this final book the bad boy experiment so I hope the <laughs> readers will enjoy it <laughs> and I, I don't want to give anything away but I'm super excited because I, I love what you did it wasn't like you introduce someone new but someone returns and that's what that's everything listen I'm already ready like I'm pre-ordering I'm ready yay thank you (laughs) I was like listen I know I know their secrets yes (laughs) there's some things to be discussed so what was they always sneak their way into the books always and and once I saw that that made me even want to go back even more because I was like wait maybe maybe she talked about this character in one of the first books and it's like wait what's happening (laughs) so I was like okay fine I'm just I'm gonna get the other three books and I'm pre-ordering because I don't want to miss nothing (laughs) so I have I have from now until December to read (laughs) to read the other three so I can be caught up yes just right you have have plenty of time to get caught up Now, have you had any fans like kind of voice what they want to happen? Because I know on Goodreads, it's hopping over there as far as the comment section goes. (laughs) Right. It is hopping over there. Everyone's got something to say. So have you, you saw any comments as far as like. You know, it's funny. I have not, if I had, if there, I have not noticed, (laughs) let me put it that way. I have not paid attention to like, I do think that people are going to be kind of maybe a little bit surprised at like Mm -hmm. who. Um, the person is that that holds with in that final book and just like you know the kind of love story that he gets you know you just you just never know right <laughs> so, so yeah I think it might be a little different than people think it's gonna be but it just really felt right for mm-hmm. for Cole so I'm saying yeah <laughs> see and I'm fine with that I know some people they get really into their fields and they just like throw yeah. books across the room and start I, shipping people right yeah. yes now with All the your fields with your stories do you always tell people like because again with even with your introduction you start off with some some key choice words you're like colorful sometimes not entirely they're like flawed people but they still find their happily ever after why why is that so important for you to to stress that with your stories um for uh, personally I love reading and writing stories about flawed characters because I just feel like Mm -hmm. that's for real you know Mm -hmm. that's who I am a flawed character the people I love are flawed characters and so I like writing about people who are not not perfect they're Mm -hmm. still trying to figure it all out you know and uh just kind of going through and but still finding their their happy ending so (laughs) that's like like you mentioned earlier my stories are definitely very character driven and so for me it's all about the character and you know (laughs) and all that so yes I I like representing that that hey you don't have to be perfect Mm -hmm. to find the person that's perfect for you you know Mm -hmm. that kind of thing is is probably my my overall thing that I want readers to, to walk away with and I think that's that's a beautiful message in itself because a lot of people like they hear happily ever after and they think oh my god these people must be perfect they must have these white picket fence lives and it's just like okay they're just betrothed or destined to be together so of course they're gonna be happily ever after and even though like for like um this line harlequin desire it's definitely it leans toward you know wealth and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so did Kamani really when I wrote for Kamani Romance. And so, mm-hmm. but I'm a person who likes to write about people who are real, who are have real struggles and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. even though they're wealthy, like I always try to write them from the perspective of just like mm-hmm. kind of an average guy. Yeah. You know, in terms of he's dealing with some stuff. <laughs> Bring me right back to Dallas. Out. There it is, right back yeah. to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm tender inside that he has and you know I, I just I just love all with this okay. rugged exterior and he yes. works with his hand look I'm giving too much away I'm just I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I I do love that about him so yeah and I love being able to write that about characters period you know it's just like even though they might have been in Dallas's case he wasn't he wasn't raised in a, a wealthy situation he did not come from money but um uh, uh he was a, is a self-made entrepreneur and I write mm-hmm. a lot about entrepreneurs too because entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is, is important to me so mm-hmm. that is actually a theme that goes through in a lot of my stories so like with the Bourbon Brothers for instance they have their own dis- this family distillery or whatever but mm-hmm. a lot of people around them are entrepreneurs exactly. you know in, in book three Kaylee who mm-hmm. is a jewelry maker and she owns a little consignment shop and Cole, <laughs> Cole is the one sibling who doesn't help run the the mm. family uh, distillery he has his own business so yeah. but yeah. it creates good conflict too because he yes. is the only one that and doesn't work in the family company and it's just definitely. like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> especially in his book we will see more of that conflict for sure so yeah I love that <laughs> what is it like working with Heart Like Quinn because I know a lot of authors they come out the gate and they're like oh this is what I want to do I want to work with this company or that company and it's like how has that overall been for you? I would imagine it's been going really well because spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> it has been, it has been really good for me. Um, I, this is actually my third imprint of Harlequins oh, wow. that I've written for because when 2013, when my first two books came out, I was with Karina Press, mm-hmm. digital only um, books. And then I moved from there and wrote four books for Kamani Romance. Mm-hmm. And then I was invited to uh, pitch a um, series to Harlan Desire. So wow. I've written, I can't remember how many books for them now. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but it's been great. And I've been really fortunate to have some amazing, amazing editors um, mm-hmm. at Harlequin as well. So yeah, that's, that's been, a, it's been a very good experience for me. <laughs> that's why yeah, I love that because a lot of people they're a little curious they're like oh well what is it going to be like do I do I have to do this will I have that and it's like it's are there certain tiers that you have to meet before you can you know be considered more established within the company or is there like an assigned person for as far as editing goes or is there like a team you do have individual you know editors so like one editor <laughs> might have multiple authors or whatever so like mm-hmm. I and I absolutely absolutely adore my editor um my <laughs> Harlequin Desire um we definitely just get along so well we get each other yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that um he's just a really great guy um so but one of the main things I think for people if they're if they're considering like writing for um a company like Harlequin you know, no, you know, get in where you fit in, know where yeah. you fit in, in the, for the first thing you have to, because there's different imprints, right? So mm-hmm. you have to know about the different lines, you know, desire, mm-hmm. presents, special edition, um, you know, the romantic suspense line, there's the Harlequin entry line. So there's all these different, different um, lines within Harlequin. So, mm-hmm. you know, first identifying where your voice and the story that you want to tell mm-hmm. would fit in. And then once you kind of have an idea of that, you definitely want to start reading 
you know, books in that line to get an idea of what it is that they're looking for. Because each of the lines in Harlequin has like kind of their own promise. So mm-hmm. like, you know, with desire is, you know, definitely sexy, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, wealth is a thing and drama are all part of what readers expect from yeah. books that come from that line. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that, you know, if you're interested in writing from, then you want to kind of look for that. If you're like, okay, I, I don't want to write about wealth, wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe you want to write for a special edition. Mm-hmm. that's more you know your everyday joke kind of line or if I want to I'm write something that's more you know inspiring okay you want to look right for love inspired or something so mm-hmm. definitely kind of really really study the different li- lines kind of figure out where you would possibly fit in if you're interested in in, in writing for a company like Harlequin that is great advice thank you so much for sharing that okay. because <laughs> now um before we go I have Two final questions. And this okay. one, everyone waits for this one. It's for the smooch ratings. Now, now that we have talked at length about your work thus far, what rating would you give your, your overall stories as far as not necessarily just graphic sex scenes in general, but as far as the steam, the steam in your, okay. in your, so, uh, in your bourbon? Out of how many? It's, it's out of there how, there the, are four. So, four. We're, so we're, talking, four. Okay. we're talking the house house bourbon or that that special edition RSVOP <laughs> bourbon so that that's number four <laughs> so I definitely I'm at the at the hotter um uh in for sure um so I was probably say three and a half to four for the majority of my my yeah. books yeah because like for instance um I've written a few for the Texas Cattlemen's Club and uh the first one I did for them was his until midnight which is also an audiobook right now mm-hmm. and there's this there's this scene with a standing desk <laughs> I'm just like yeah yeah I so I would say probably three and a half for sure yeah. <laughs> if it's out I of like four that. three and a half for sure <laughs> so. no I like it because a lot of people think oh well and a lot of people are like oh well I don't want you to tell me that right away but then again some people don't want too much right. you know they right. want too much heat exactly with the whiskey exactly so. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm all about like okay I I want you to understand the promise of my story you know what I'm saying yeah. so <laughs> if you don't want to read a story that's like <laughs> has you know family drama and stuff you just want to focus on a couple you don't want friends you don't want family I'm not your girl mm-hmm. that's okay I'm not your yeah. girl <laughs> you know my you know a lot of times in my characters also deal with career issues you're you know mm-hmm. that's just a part of who they are so mm-hmm. that's going to be a part of the story as well so like people you know what you know you know what you like yeah and that's cool so yeah, yeah for me for the most part you're going to be hotter I have you know, maybe <laughs> a couple books that are a little less hot but most of them are going to be definitely on the I love that. (laughs) And that's the thing about romance. Like it, it, there's so many subcategories. Like that's the reason why I created this podcast because I want people to be able to share that platform and talk about the romance. So people can realize like there's more than one particular road to romance. Right. And I, I feel like you hit the nail on the head when it comes to that. Like, it's okay if you are not a fan of what I write. You, yeah. you'll, you'll find There's something. so many of us out here. There's so many great authors out here. Like, like if, for mm-hmm. instance, if you do like um, a closed door romance, Kathy mm-hmm. Douglas, who writes for Special Edition, is amazing. She's an amazing mm-hmm. author. She writes some fabulous stories. Mm-hmm. And um, the name of her series, there escape escapes me right now. But anyway, it's, <laughs> it's amazing, amazing story. She writes for special edition and it's closed door. And then some mm-hmm. people are just like, there's not not a door at all. It just doesn't, it's kind of like the Hallmark <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're like, oh, we worked two hours for the movie to get this kiss at the end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so got just, it. <laughs> you know what you want. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 
there's something out there for you for sure. So that's the best advice right there. There it is, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so thank you again so much for joining me on the story station. Now, again, before we go, remind people where they can find you online, especially if they are into YouTube or podcasts. You want to share that information before we go? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you can find me at my website, reesryan.com. That's R-E-E-S as in Sam, E-R-Y-A-N.com. And from there, you can find everything else because I'm on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook and Instagram. And I have a YouTube show where uh, romance readers and authors connect call the story behind the story. And I have like, just really fun chats with different authors and it's very interactive. So um, viewers can you know ask questions and stuff and all of that kind of stuff. So um, that's where you can find all of that. And then my next book that's coming out is at the end of this month. And that's the um, Moonlight Ridge trilogy. Uh, I have the third book in the trilogy um, and it's called Just a Little Married. So uh, and, and, and that's, that's fun too, because like you, you said, about mm -hmm. um uh waking up married and yes. that is a friends to lovers but it's also a marriage of convenience Ooh. story and so just a little married is also a marriage of convenience story but it's done in a very different way and i'm already there i'm already funny here to for me it. that i wrote two back-to-back -back <laughs> marriage of convenience stories when like a year or two before that i was like i i could never imagine myself writing a modern marriage of convenience story and look <laughs> so, at you now <laughs> yeah never say never right <laughs> See, that's right. It's never like when I was like, never. I would never write a secret baby. I got secret babies. <laughs> secret babies all over the place. <laughs> so again, Reese, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you all for listening to another episode of The Story Station. I'm Kay McCoy, your host, signing off. Again, thank you guys for watching. Bye. <laughs> Take care.